Hello everyone, this is Kim Langling from Let Fear Bounce. Today I have the pleasure of having Susan Totman from the United States on the show today. She is a Harley-owning, Harley-riding grandma and a proud one at that. She is also the owner and founder of Virtual Biz Connection. Sit on in today, folks. Get relaxed. Have talk about an exciting thing she's going to have coming up in the year 2021. Sit on back, folks. Relax and let's get on with the show. Hello, this is Kim Langling, your host. Welcome to Let Fear Bounce. Today, my guest is Susan Totman. She is coming to us from Maine in the United States. She is, and I just love saying this, she is a Harley riding grandmother. And I myself have a Harley, so I love it. I'm not fortunate enough to be a grandmother yet, but I hopefully will be one day. Um, again, as I said, she is the owner and founder of Virtual Biz Connection. She is also a contributing article writer to the global magazine newly launched this year, Motivate Magazine, and she mentors new virtual business startups, and she will be launching new courses and her podcast next year in 2021. So, Susan, thank you so much for joining me today on Let Fear Bounce. Thanks, Kim, for having me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. So why don't you give our listeners, I'm going to let you give your, your own introduction so you can fill in all the gaps that I more than likely left. <laughs> but tell us, a little bit about your, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, and your business, please. Okay. Um, again, my name is Susan Totman. I, have, um, I live in Maine. Um, I'm the mom of four adult children with four grandchildren. Um, I've been in business since 1987, off and on. Um, I started from home when I started to have babies and I wasn't allowed to work. So I've been working virtually for 33 years now. Um, I started working internet uh, full time in the late 90s. So my virtual online business started in the late 90s and I started with a VA business doing everything, kind of the, the Gal Friday. And that company was Elite Office Support. And I worked for, I did that for probably four years. And then I decided that I really wanted to move into something more creative. So I dove in and I uh, learned how to do web development. I was already a programmer. So I, I just moved into that, that slot and I absolutely loved it. So I did that for a number of years, but in the meantime, I felt like it was a waste. I had a huge following um, for my website. I would get 50,000 hits a month. So instead of just taking that VA website and wiping it out, I started an organization for virtual assistants and it was free to join. And uh, that is actually phasing out now. It's a, it's, what, 17 years into that, and it's kind of become defunct as virtual businesses kind of explode in a much broader sense than they did back then. Mostly back then you were talking clerical office-based stuff. Today, we have found out this year in particular that pretty much anything can be done online. And so that's where I am at. I transition, I'm transitioning elite office support to virtual biz connection to um, help not only to mentor 
startups and small businesses, but also to help existing virtual businesses to elevate themselves. And um, the basic membership will, will is and always will be free. So it's it's kind of neat. I really enjoy it. Oh, that's wonderful. And to to think you've been actually working virtually for 33 years. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. When I think back, it, I was just actually going through some paperwork today and I found some, uh, when I was only doing it part-time in the late 90s and my daughter was born in 98 and I found that paperwork today and it it went through all of my work-related uh, 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 you know, your, peer, your annual review, the annual reviews. <laughs> I was actually shocked at all of that I did. And, uh, but it's, it's definitely helped me to transition into the virtual world. Uh, and that's why I, because I'm so technical minded and uh, skilled, I'm able to help people really jump in. And a, a lot of people aren't familiar with, with working with online software and online technicalities. And especially, especially with the year that we've had, um, everyone has, you know, a lot of people are now working virtually simply because they have to, they have no other choice. And they are all of a sudden dumped into a realm of technical stuff that they probably didn't have to deal with. So yes. much, you know, so we're, I mean, you, gosh, 33 years, you were kind of a trailblazer of, of the virtual the virtual virtual workspace. Yes, I, I believe so. There, there's a bunch of us that have been in business now for 20 plus years that we still all interact. Um, we were connecting back in the 90s via Yahoo Messenger groups. I don't know if you remember those. I, or I, actually, I, the yeah. email groups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that and even MySpace. Um, I remember trying to work with MySpace and really being frustrated with it, <laughs> being really happy when Facebook came along. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a really long transition. I, someday I need to really sit down and write down that story because it's a huge, it's a great story. But oh, I'm the, sure. Yeah. I would love to read it. Yeah. The transition, the technological transition alone is huge because I started out in the eighties with a word processor and a transcription machine, you know, and today, of course we have all of the modern essentials, but um, I think this year has, has been an, a real eye-opener for so many people that didn't even believe their job could be done online. And, and companies that realize now that they can go completely virtual and let go of all of their uh, offices and the costs associated with that. Right, right, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively new <laughs> to working full-time from home. Um, it was just, you know, I'm in a transition. So now I'm, I'm doing my own thing and not having to work for someone else. I'm doing my own thing and I'm learning. I'm in that spot of learning all the different technology that's out there because I, my brain does not work like yours. You're, you said you're, you're really into the technology. Mine, I have yes. to find the easiest ones that I can <laughs> <laughs> to, to work, you know, but I'm learning and I, I am, uh, you know, step by step, I'm learning. And to me, it's fascinating. It's just my brain doesn't go that way to begin with, you know. So for me, a little bit on that, there's a smidgen of fear involved simply because I have to learn so much. And, but I am. So I'm just taking step by step. Doing this podcast is a whole new learning experience for me. 
And, well, but I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it, you know? And you're doing very well at it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, one of the things that I would say that I had to deal with as far as fear was uh, around 2008, I kind of phased out of the online portion. I kind of, I moved away from social media and moved more into our uh, bricks and mortar family business for a number of years. And I still was, was operating, but on a much smaller scale. And jumping back in in 2015 was huge. It was huge. Uh, I had no real concept until that moment as to how broad social media had become and what I needed to learn. And it took me a good two years to bring myself back up to what I would say is up to par. But also technology changes so rapidly that it's almost impossible to stay on top of it all. I, I don't think anybody, anyone can. No, I agree. And that's to me, to me, and I'm sure to many others out there, that the technology, it, it can feel very overwhelming, very overwhelming at times. Yes. I think the, the key is, is to try not to be afraid of it so much. Um, it's almost impossible <laughs> to do anything devastating, like deleting anything, because I would say 99% of the time there's a backup somewhere of everything that you've done. So there, there are, you know, exceptions to that, of course, but technologic, technological stuff is not as complicated as people think it is, but they're, they fear it because it's different and it's not logical to them. I'm very much logic minded person. So I just kind of go with the flow as things shift. I shift. See, now that's my word. <laughs> things shift. I'm going, wait, I haven't figured out the first part yet. <laughs> you know, But that's why there are people like you that we can reach out to. <laughs> right, right. And I'm happy to help wherever I can. I'm, that's going to be part of our membership area is um, going to be like a tips and resources section, uh, some with video tutorials and resources that people can learn from. So that's hopefully going to be helpful to people as they transition out. I mean, we don't know what the future is going to bring in the next year or two. And I'm finding a whole segment of people that have to work from home, like it or not. And they're also, many of them have lost their jobs. So it's not a choice to become right. an entrepreneur. They have to make a living. They have to pay for their bills. So they're doing whatever they can. And that's a segment of people that I think is going to have a harder time transitioning into a, an entrepreneurship because they weren't expecting it. They weren't intending to do it. Well, and I'm in that same spot right there that you, you just, you just described me, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you know, having, and well, I, I, I've always, I'm a, I'm a writer and an author and I've always wanted to do that full time. Now I, now I have to. You know, I, it, I, I lost my job. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm looking at as this as a positive. I will be doing this full time now and I'm doing something that I love, which is, you know, amazing. Um, but I also have to learn a whole new set of skills. Mm -hmm. And that can be, that can be, I don't know if I would use fear, but there's a lot of different words people use for fear. So to me, it's intimidating. I was just going to use intimidating. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, to me, that's a form of fear. I'm somewhat intimidated by some of the, the technology and all of the different platforms that you can use and how I can use them together, you know, because as a, 
you know, I would, I'm going to call myself a startup, even though I've been doing this for years and years, but to do it actually for a living, you know, starting to do it as a living, you mm -hmm. know, where do you invest your, your money, the very little money that you have for, you know, do you get a big program or you just use a bunch of little small freebie ones? There's, I mean, gosh, people listening probably have the same questions. You know, I could, I could have a whole page full of questions, you know, what's the best for this and what's the best for that and scheduling posting, right. and, you know, it's so, if you, if you let it land on your shoulders, you just, you almost want to just chuck it out the window and say, I can't figure it out and be done with it. <laughs> and it's not just figuring it out. It, there, there's so much involved in it because if you're suddenly thrust into being an entrepreneur, you can do many things. You can work for other people as a subcontractor. So you don't have to do all the heavy, you know, um, right lifting of all of the, the wearing all the hats but you if you decide to, to put up your own shingle then you've got to decide back when i started online in the late 90s there were there were a handful of us now there are millions I, that yes. you have to compete with that now i do still do believe that there's plenty of work for everyone no matter what your niche area is but i do believe that you have to you have to figure out what you what you're going to focus on what you're good at, what you love to do. To me, I to me, I wouldn't be an entrepreneur if I didn't do what I would love to do. Right. So to me, it's about loving what you do and making a living at it. And so. you know, I've also found uh, because I, I love I love writing and putting books together and you know gathering other ladies together to to make a book, you know, collaborative book projects and such. Love doing that. I've also found though in this time frame that everything is so, you know, virtual and computer based, you, you may, you know, you're on your own in your house, but you do have to build a tribe around you. You know, you have to have a community that you can reach out to. Um, and I hate, I hate the word, you know, I don't like saying networking groups because that's so, it doesn't sound right to me. To me, it's community, you know, everything's community minded and, supporting each other and helping each other. Um, and I know you and I are both members of Revival Sanctuary. Correct. And to me, um, finding them at the beginning of 2020 has been a game changer for me. Um, and now doing, I, and looking back, I can see that those were, there's so many things in there that were stepping stones that are mm -hmm. being, that it's very helpful for me now in the position that I find myself. I, I agree with you that networking groups or networking um, sounds almost cold. Yeah. It, it's, it's like going out to your local chamber of commerce meeting and handing out business cards because you, you, you're, you're meeting with business people, but you're not really making relationships and building the relationships is part of being successful. What I love most about the revival sanctuary is Sharon's take on it, which is, uh, collaboration not competition and i find that to be refreshing and unusual and that's part of why i'm so thrilled to be a part of it that's why i was excited to find it that's what caught my attention actually was yep. collaboration over competition i went huh i want to read a little bit more about this <laughs> yeah yeah she's pretty amazing she and is sharon brown actually let all you folks out there listening her name is sharon brown she is the founder of revival sanctuary I will share the link with that um, when this episode is posted. So any ladies out there, business owners, entrepreneurs, be sure and check that out. The possibilities that are 
and the opportunities that are presented to you are amazing. Yes, they are. She's um, very innovative. When it was interesting because still there are not many women from the United States as part of that. And when I, I reached out to her initially, I think this was back in late February of this year mm -hmm. and said, um, do you, do you consider, you know, having ladies as members from the United States? And she said, yes, we have a small handful. <laughs> and I realized, oh, she meant there's only four or five of us. And uh, when I was going through the membership stuff, I did see your name initially and I'm going, oh, well, she's in Maine. She's actually the closest one to me. <laughs> yes. and, I'm in, and I'm in Pennsylvania. So. <laughs> I remember seeing you come in and I'm like, like, yes, somebody in my time zone. Yeah, yes, <laughs> time zone. <laughs> you know, I was I was laughing yesterday. I was having a conversation with someone, and um, we've we've realized that the question that we ask, we don't say, you know, oh, where are you from? One of the first questions we ask now, because everyone's pretty much living and working online, the first question is, what time zone are you in? That is, it's not where are you from, it's what time zone are you in? <laughs> that's very really interesting because that's true. It is true. And I, I, hadn't, I hadn't considered that though. <laughs> yeah. And I had neither until yesterday. And, you know, when we, when, we met, when we mentioned that, I started laughing so hard. I said, you are absolutely right. That is one of the first questions I ask now. What time zone are you in? Because wow. you're, you're talking to people from all around the world every day. And I'm sure in your business, you're not just within the United States. No, I'm not. But I, I, I guess I've been doing it so long that I hadn't really thought of that. I just, I mean, part of my makeup with my business is that I have um, like a schedule of time zones. And so I know where people are. And that's, I try to like, when I schedule um, any trainings or anything, I try to make it accommodating to both, uh, both sides of the world. Yeah. It doesn't always work, but, but I've had to do it for so long. I hadn't really thought about that's true, especially this year. Oh yes, and it, it and we joke around. This conversation I had yesterday was just it was just fun, um, but uh, I was joking around. And I said, "Well, heck, I've already been to two countries today. Where have you been?" <laughs> <laughs> like I was in Germany and Australia today. Where have you been today? <laughs> oh, that's but it's neat because virtually we can be there. You know, when when we all meet together, I I find it just amazing that we can all meet across time zones, across thousands and thousands of miles and collaborate together. You know what I've found? Good things, I found you know. Yes, I, yeah, I agree. And one of the, one of the things that I have found and I've had many conversations with many of the ladies is there's such a dynamic within not only the group of revival women, but anybody that we've been talking to or that I've personally been talking to from so many different cultures and backgrounds and, mm -hmm. and lifestyles and beliefs, all kinds of stuff. And none of that's brought up front because we're just two people collaborating with each other, trying to do something good and spread good out into the world in some way. Yes. There's no divisiveness, no, negativity involved whatsoever and i'm thinking i never would have met these people unless this pandemic happened that's very true that's very and, true and all the connections and mm -hmm. i'm sure that you've made some new ones as well that are just so solid 
And I'm thinking, I never, ever would have met these people had it not been for the time of life that we are experiencing and living right now. Yes, I agree. I have met people this year, despite the fact that I've been in business so long, I met a huge amount of new people. Well, first of all, there's an influx of new people coming in that I hadn't seen before. So in um, particularly some of the women's entrepreneur groups, I've met some really amazing people. And the collaboration, like you say, there's, there's like nothing except us in the room. We're not talking about politics or anything specific. We're basing everything on what we want to accomplish and how we want to help. And that's it. Yes. And, and that is so cool. It is, <laughs> it is. And it's, it's refreshing because there's no stress in there. Yes. You know? Right. And I'm thinking, well, isn't this the way the world should be anyway? I wish it was. I, well, I do. I, well, you know it's what? It's distressing some days to see the division. Well, and that's why, you know, I'm thinking, well, I can't change the world, but I can change one person's world. Mm -hmm. And if everybody keeps doing that, it'll be a small ripple effect, but maybe it'll turn into big old crashing waves one of these days, you know? And it very well might. As long as we keep plugging away and doing what we're doing, I think it should. Yes, yes. <laughs> So hey, tell me, tell me about your upcoming podcast that you said you're going to launch next year. I want to hear more about that. Okay. I haven't um, decided on a name yet, but it's going to be based upon um, virtual businesses, obviously. What I'm going to try to do though is bring out, bring in for guests, some unheard of people primarily. I want to help to elevate them and get them out there so that they can find potential clients and make new relationships based upon what they have to say and about their business and what have you, and talk about what their story is getting to entrepreneurship and what brought them there and uh, their background a little bit. And I'm hoping that that will help to begin to elevate people. I've wanted to do it for a long time, but I just, I have, um, actually that would be a good fear, fear thing to talk about, fear of video and getting myself out there in people's faces, I struggle with that. And so that I figured it would be a really good jump into it uh, to do a podcast. And I think it would be of a lot of interest to people, especially new uh, online entrepreneurs coming in to say, hey, that person did it. That person's start their, started their business and they do the same thing that I do, you know, um, and I can do that and give them some confidence to, to take the leap themselves. Absolutely. And doing a podcast is, is a perfect launching point, you know, and I'm it, hoping so it is. See, I love public speaking. I love being on video. I just have a blast with it. Um, but I know that, and I can't wrap my brain around a fear of it, but I know that there are so many people that they're just maybe not fearful, but it's very intimidating or very uncomfortable for them. They get, you know, become anxious and such. Um, Hey, that's another reason to join Speakers Index. I actually am joining it. I hadn't exactly. mentioned that yet, but I'm going to join it. I asked Sharon the other day if it would be useful for you know for someone like me that has virtually no speaking experience. I mean, the extent of my speaking experience has been at little local fundraisers here. No, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that's so perfect person. You're the perfect person to to get in the Speakers Index. Well, good because I I think it's important to learn new things. I I have, I'm a lifelong learner and I will always continue. I'm a perpetual 
student all the time. There's got to be something new I'm learning. So for me, speaking is, is right at the top of that list. I need to get up there. And for you listening, this is another opportunity that, is, that, is, that has come about for Revival Sanctuary. It's called the Speakers Index. And they actually, we've just launched the website for that. I'm actually on the leadership team for that, that little uh, launch program of the Speakers Index. But go to the, the speakersindex.com online and you can learn more about that and sign up and join up. There's a couple different programs on there and you can find the one that best suits you. It's going to be great for it's from beginner to seasoned speaker. It's it's just going to be a great program. I am super excited to to be a part of it. Um, Very cool. And like I I love I love doing you know, podcast stuff. I love well I've been I've had a for the last ten years a twice weekly radio show. So doing podcast isn't really so different from that. Um, so I love it and I enjoy it. And um, you ever want to just practice? Listen, we're going completely off topic and everybody still gets to listen to us about it. Um, <laughs> and I, so I'm going to throw this out That's there. That's all right. I don't mind off topic. <laughs> we, we keep it real on this show. Um, if, if, uh, and I'm throwing this out there as a tip, I guess, to everybody listening. Find someone to practice with. You know, you can do it via Zoom if you want to practice so you've got your face so you can get feedback on your, your body language. And, you know, if you're looking off and about, you know, um, but find, I guess, an accountability partner or, you know, somebody that you can partner with and do it once or twice a month, you know, meet up on Zoom for 15 minutes and say, hey, I have this five minute spiel I want to practice on you. You know, you'd be amazed when you get feedback, how much, how helpful it is, because there's so many things that we do, the way we speak, the way our eyes move around, our hand gestures, body language that we're not even aware of. And I talk with my hands a lot and I know that you can't see me right now because you know we're just doing this with, with words, but my hands are going all over the place right now. I tend to look up. If you want to look at any of my live videos, I look straight up to the right all the time. And I still don't know why I do that, but I will talk. I, if I don't look at the camera, I can talk steady. If I look at the camera, I. For, completely forget what I'm saying. So that's, that's part of why I'm so afraid. No, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm afraid. I'm very intimidated. Like we talked about earlier, I'm, I'm intimidated by doing the video. Um, because I, I know that I'm going to start stuttering if I'm looking at the camera and people keep telling me it's so important to look at the camera. Well, sorry. Um, what happens is I look at the camera and I go, uh, <laughs> Well, I've so, noticed online, like, you know, doing, like we're doing Zoom meetings and stuff, it's very off-putting to stare at that little bright light at the top of your computer screen or your laptop screen, you know, because that's where the camera is. So mm -hmm. you want people to think, you know, so it looks like you're looking at them. I have found, put something up on your computer screen. I did. Oh, did you? I put up a little smiley face on a popsicle and stuck it to the back of my camera. <laughs> It worked. My husband says, what is that? <laughs> I said, that's my tool to make myself look at the camera. <laughs> that is, a, that no, but that is a great tip though. And all you need is a popsicle stick and a smiley face. Yeah. And it worked. It did work. It made me look at it during meetings because it was in during meetings that it was really important that I'd be looking at people. 
you know, and I, and I don't do that. I sit there and, you know, get that whole, you know, little bright light shining in my eyes. So I pull up something on my computer screen to look out, but then I've noticed it, sometimes it makes it look like I'm looking down. So I, yeah, that is a perfect <laughs> idea. I'm going to go find a stick and a picture and take <laughs> the back of my laptop. <laughs> Hey, it works. So no, hey, I'm all for it. Heck, I'll put a minion. I love minions. Yes, I know you do. Those are <laughs> adorable, by the way. They're hilarious. Um, I should uh, do a picture of a minion and stick him there. That'd be great. Yes. And make all you right. giggle too while you're talking. <laughs> I know I would probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, my minion's distracting me. <laughs> okay, so what else? Do you want, do you have anything else that you want to share that's new or exciting that's coming up that we can look forward to? Well, let's see. I've, I've started the membership site right now. The uh, It's at virtualbizconnection.com. And right now people can sign up for the free version. And the um, there is a, a more a higher level uh, that's going to have more mentorship directly with me and with features that will help them to really build their business. But the free gives them uh, at minimum a uh, comprehensive business listing. And I'm going to be promoting those people that sign up on social media. And so as this cycles, they're going to be given a lot of opportunities too. I'm going to have uh, micro grants and um, various and assorted other resources. Like I said earlier, the, uh, the videos, tutorials for different technical things that they might need. And if people ask, I will do a, a video for them, uh, but, and put it in the membership area for them if they have something they're, they're struggling with. So uh, there's that. And then there's the podcast. And for now, that's about it. Oh, I do have a really big event coming up in the, in the beginning of the year. And it's going to be a virtual trade show. And I have not announced that yet, but it is pretty cool. And I'm very excited about that. My business partner is going to help me get that up and advertise shortly. So yeah, wow. um, and that's going to be a really amazing thing. It's very different from what's out there right now. So we're really excited about it. So for your, I've got two questions now because you really piqued my interest. <laughs> for virtual biz connection. Mm -hmm. Who is that? Is that something I could join? Absolutely. Because you have anybody that works virtually, and it doesn't even mean specifically the internet. If you're working from home as an entrepreneur, it's not intended really for people that are just working from home for a company, unless they're thinking about transitioning to a business. Um, but it's, it's for any entrepreneur that works from home. Okay. Well, then I'm going to check that out. Yes. Um, and then this trade show. I'm so excited about that. Well, it sounds incredibly uh, <laughs> cool and fun. So are you reaching out for people to participate or when you start um, promoting? Yes. I actually have. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Um, that's okay. Um, when you, are you just going to be promoting it saying, Hey, here's the event, join us. Or are you reaching out for people to participate as a vendor in there as well? Well, I'm doing a number of different things. There are going to be some vendors. There'll be some sponsorship opportunities if people want to do it. And there will be, um, opportunities for people to, uh, 
oh my gosh, I can't even think of the word. See what I said about talking? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have people that are going to do uh, ugh, why can't I think? Keynote speaking or something? Yeah, basically, not really keynote, but they're going to do different presentations. That was the word I was looking for, sorry, present, presenters that are going to do different pieces. And I also will have a, a bunch of giveaways. I have a, a whole bunch of giveaways to give away during that time frame. Um, a lot of them from people that are, uh, people that I find that I regard highly out in the virtual business community. And I wanna show people that these are the successful people that are out there already, follow their example, you know? So, yeah. and they're pretty amazing. So I'm sorry about that little. No, that's okay. That's, <laughs> brain I, fart. I find myself not being able to grab a word out of the air quite often lately. <laughs> and I'll come up with all these other words. And I'm like, you know, that's not the word I need. That's not. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I would, um, I'd be interested in, in having info on this trade show. Uh, sure. If, if you would like to send that to me, that'd be great. <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. It's going to be released soon. It'll be on the website when it is, but I will send it out to you as a possible maybe presenter oh, um, or to. whatever capacity you'd like to be, but, oh, you'd be amazing. So yeah, and actually your gift is writing and that would be something that entrepreneurs often have a really hard time with. So they do. And let's talk. talk. Okay. <laughs> we can talk more. <laughs> like we, like we haven't just talked for an hour. I know, right? <laughs> but there's so many things to talk about. There are. And that's part of the problem for me is my brain jumps around all the time. I've always got new ideas. They come in and they invade the existing thoughts, which is what just happened. Um, <laughs> and they cause an interruption and, oh, well, what are you going to do? No, I see. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm loving doing this podcast and I keep on telling people, I keep it real and it's very casual because my mind, I jump around too. And that's, I'm constantly writing notes as I'm talking. Mm -hmm. and, putting, and putting arrows back and forth. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's fun. It's all in good fun. And hey, we are human. We're real people. We keep it real here. So that works. That is right. That is right. Well, Susan, thank you so much for being with me on Let Fear Bounce today. Um, we covered a lot of topics. <laughs> you, you've got some exciting stuff coming up in 2021. And I cannot wait to see how this journey unfolds for you and, and how you move it forward. Very exciting stuff. And I am sure that we will be talking again soon because you and I are both involved in a collaborative book project Correct. Um, called Singled Out. And that's not released, I think, until probably March. So after that time frame, you and I definitely have to get back on here and chat about our chapters in that book because it's a very... That's well, kind of a heavy, deep uh, topic, but it needs to be talked about. So stay tuned for that, folks. That's a little teaser for you coming in March. <laughs> all right. Again, thank you, Susan, so much for being with me on Let Your Bounce. I wish you all the best, and we will talk again in the near future. Thanks so much for having me, Kim. It was a great time. All right. Thanks. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.